My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Uh, back again for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. And with me this weekend is my wife, Amy. Hello. Um, back again. Yeah, thanks to Hopeless Records for providing today's theme song, Sins. That's one of my favorites. They also have kind of like an acoustic, couple acoustic versions of that song that I like. I have not heard those. By The Dangerous Summer. You have heard them. The acoustic versions? Oh yeah. No, I haven't. Okay. I can't recall. It's it. called Sins uh, Quotes Revisited or something like that. On the Yeah. All right. Anyhow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're in uh, vacation mode. It's July 4th week. Yeah. Happy 4th. Happy 4th to everybody. Um, any uh, special memories from celebrating the, the 4th? Um, honestly, most of what I remember is just, we always kept it pretty simple and classic and had hamburgers and hot dogs and we did fireworks. Oh, okay. And we always went out to the country to do it. My great grandparents. Oh, in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that town? Raisin. Raisin. Raisin, Texas. So yeah, we always had, um, the July 4th Daytona race going on. So that's most of the memories that I have as far as celebrating uh, July 4th, we've always kind of been in Daytona for that as a kid. Uh, same thing, racing, mm-hmm. um, cheeseburgers, and fireworks. <laughs> Speaking of Daytona, we had a uh, pretty eventful race weekend. We won the pole for the race, which was great. Yeah. Uh, we've been trying to win a Super Speedway pole, actually, for a while now. Or We've been getting close, so it seems like it's either the 24 uh, who beats us or uh, somebody comes up there and surprises everyone like Stenhouse did that in Talladega. Mm-hmm. But um, he ends up winning the, the Talladega race as well. And he won, and he won uh, this, weekend. this weekend, which was pretty incredible for him. Two wins in in a season already. That's been pretty uh, – he's, he's had a uh, successful career in Xfinity Series and now he's starting to come into his own as a cup driver. But – Anyways, we're trying to win the pole for uh, for the Super Speedways for a long time, and it just God, we just kept getting second, <laughs> third, or fourth, or something like that. Kept getting beat, kept getting beat, and uh, so finally to be the be the guy to get the pole that felt great. I don't think I've had a pole since two thousand and thirteen. Really? Yeah. Ever since that they went that they went to this Dover. Oh, I mean, I don't remember where. I think it was Dover. Was it? <laughs> yeah, you might be right, but. I, ever since they went to this format to where we have three rounds and all that stuff, it's um, 
I don't know. For me, it got harder to win the polls. More, it got. I guess that's good. I guess it's good that it got harder. <laughs> yeah. Not supposed to get easier, but it seems like it's narrowed it down to where the poll winners are. Are. I don't know if it predictable is the right word, but it's the same kind of guys all the time mm-hmm. now. Um, Logano wins a lot of polls. Kyle wins a lot of polls. The forty two's been fast this year, so he's getting a lot of polls. Yeah. Um. But when it was uh, single-shot qualifying where you just went out and you had a couple laps, sometimes you have a guy that would surprise or somebody skip up into the top mm-hmm. five out of nowhere. So we had opportunity, I think, better chances to get the poles back then. We're out. We're recording outside again this week. <laughs> Big plane coming yeah, in. Yeah, so we're going to have some ambient noise. So considering this pole situation, that qualifies – you to run the clash which we got into an argument about afterwards um because we're you're retiring and now you're wanting to consider running the clash well was that a joke uh i don't i won't i think joke is a strong word (laughs) but you know when you anytime you've anytime it's just like this so if you get an invitation in the mail it's nice right you get an invitation to a wedding or a party, you're like, oh, cool. Somebody thought to uh, include me. Include me. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what being, you know, getting a poll and getting the opportunity to run the clash is like. It's like getting an invitation. You might not want to go to the party, but you're upset if you don't get the invitation. Well, Mr. H <laughs> mentioned it to me when we were in Victory Lane for William Byron. Oh. As if you had discussed it with him already. So to be continued. To be continued. <laughs> so you. Yeah, I told him that if I was going to run the clash, that you were going to be the the one that he would have to warm up to. Oh, great! About it, so that maybe that's why he reached out. Mm. No pressure. Yeah, I was like, me. all right, Rick, if uh, you want to run this clash next year, Amy's the person you got to talk to. She's my new agent. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> She's the boss. Yeah, I was I was telling everybody my stock answer or my go to answer for anybody asking me, "Hey, you going to run the clash now that you got the poll?" was I'll see what the boss says. <laughs> and uh, everybody's rebuttal was, is that Amy or Rick? Because mm-hmm. you've got two bosses yeah, now. Yeah, you do. Hmm. So winning the poll was great. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll definitely continue that discussion about the clash. <laughs> um, in the race. So the race was, uh, like I said, eventful. Had a lot of things going on. Uh, it seemed like to me that it was a very, there's a lot of crashing. Yeah, it was a fun race to watch. Yeah. I think the fans thought it was a great race, judging by the uh, comments. And social media. Social media. So, yeah, Gluck does this poll where he says, was it a good race or not? Just vote yes or no. Um, which I like to check the poll results out for that because the fans are pretty honest on there. Mm-hmm. Seems like they liked it. It was really a lot of, uh, there's a lot of wrecking, a lot, lot going on. Didn't seem like it was a very predictable race, which is good. And uh, what I enjoyed about it was my car was handling great, and I could do anything I wanted with it. I could be aggressive in the uh, draft like I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I was, in my, I was in some three wide and at times four wide situations that um, typically would be very uncomfortable or it would be, you know, you wouldn't want to... You're just a little if nervous. If you saw an opportunity yeah. to go for wide, you'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. 
but for whatever reason, our car, my car gave me enough confidence that I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll go full wide, no problem. And we were bouncing off of cars and bouncing off of the wall. <laughs> and uh, I think at one point we got four wide with Keselowski and, and uh, no one else. They didn't give us quite enough room. Me and Brad both have, have, were kind of squeezed into the fence there. Yeah. And it, uh, eventually I think the right front tire went flat. We got into the fence. We got that repaired. And uh, we got back up to the top five somehow or to top six. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg says uh, we were making a lot of crazy moves and a lot of good moves out there. Um, I don't really remember how it all happened. You know, because you're just doing, you're not really taking right. memory into, you don't really remember and you're not absorbing what's happening. You're just kind of choosing. things. So yeah. you're just. You're choosing to do what you're doing one thing after the other, one decision after the other. You don't really remember it when it's over with. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, the car was good. We were back up toward the front, and man, just like out of nowhere, the four car cut a tire and spun around off of turn two and didn't have That's anywhere to go. Yeah. yeah. There was nothing you could do about it. No. Nothing you could do about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing we could do. But I was surprised that uh, there was, you know, that was, there was still 50 laps to go in the race at that time, and they, they had a lot more action. A lot more action. Yeah. We yeah. took off. We got on the plane, went home. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to keep up on Twitter. Yep. But Stenhouse wins, so awesome for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like Ricky. Yes. Good friend. Good guy. And um, I wish he would grow his mullet back out, though. I miss his mullet. We were just having yeah. this discussion last night about mullets. all of the new, uh, mullets, and all of the young kids are kind of bringing the long hair back. You want me to back. try to grow my mullet back? I think we should back. grow it out. Really? I, I didn't think that was an option. <laughs> we can always so cut it option. off. Okay. I'll try. I'll grow my mullet. You know, and you grow the mullet when you have the mullet, though you gotta take a lot of crap. All right, well then, your choice. Yeah, I know. Do you, you, do you, it's like people don't realize that you know you have a mullet. They're like, <laughs> like it's a surprise. You got a mullet? <laughs> of course. Duh. Yeah. Planned it. I see it every day. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't take a lot of unnecessary ribbing. All right, well. About that. That's a bad idea. Yeah. So what? Uh, that's about all the. All that happened to us in the race, I don't know why it was so wild. Brad Keselowski said on social media they changed the tire for that race, and uh, hey, it did add a little grip. Brad thinks that the car, you know, the added grip, you know, gave everybody a lot of added confidence. Oh, really? Yeah. Which that's not a bad... It's not a bad analysis. An, yeah. Who knows? Hmm. Brad. Well, I hope that our car is as good when we go to Talladega. Um, Do you take the same car? We'll fix, We'll probably fix that car, take that car, and I hope that it's as strong. It had grippy. It, yep, <laughs> and it handles as well, so we can be aggressive. Because I mean, I thought I really felt like if we had been around at the end at Daytona, we'd definitely been in. You'd have been up there for the sure. The battle for the chance, for the win, yeah. whether it, whether it worked out or not. I know we'd have been up there, but so if we can get that kind of car again, I feel great about. A lot more confidence now going into Talladega than I probably had before mm-hmm. Daytona about our plate stuff. So that's that. Let's move on. We're going to uh, <clears throat> talk about some of the things we did the week of Daytona. We went to Charleston. Me and you took a personal vacation. We usually take vacations, but we go with people. We go with friends. We take or, friends. Or we take the dogs. Yeah. It was just two of us. We stayed in a hotel. It was nice. And we had a lot except of new for, experiences. Except for the, there was a young child. Oh my gosh! In the room above us, this toddler his, was on a mission. His thing 
was to run from one end of the room to the other. Yes. And these rooms were kind of funny corridors. These these rooms we had were like long. Well, it's an old building. Yeah. It's a series of old buildings that they put together. So it's when wood I think floors. hotel room, I think it's per, you know pretty much. Um, symmetrical, a big square, but this is a long hall like room. And this kid would go from one end to the other. I mean, over at 7 30 in the morning and at 9 30 at night, it was happening. At one point, we were even considering that maybe it was just a ghost. Yeah. Because who looked, whose kid is up just, and why were they in the room all day long? And he ran this back and forth for three days. Back and forth and back and forth. I couldn't believe it. I wonder what, I really wanted to know what he was doing. Yeah, I kind of want to see what the kid looks like. Taking something to one end of the room and then bringing <laughs> exactly. it back. Exactly. But so we're in Charleston. Uh, we've we've you've been wanting to go to Charleston for a while. Great town. Probably some of the best food I've ever we ate. ate. Really well in Charleston. Ah, yeah. The food there is awesome, and we're big fans of the show Southern Charm. And we've uh, gotten to n- chatty. We've gotten a little chatty with a couple of folks on that show through social media. And they said anytime we were in town to let them know. So we did. <laughs> Here we are. And they, in turn, invited us to dinner. Yes. At Patricia's, right? At Patricia's also's house. Yeah. We we actually, it, we went to Charleston with little plans. And if it could have gone any better, I wouldn't have known yeah. what we would have included. Because the whole trip was just super fun and surprising. And we hung out with most of the cast from Southern Charm and... They were great, yeah. gracious, very, very polite people. Um, Shep especially is... Um, he's sort of like a tour guide. Kind of like a tour guide. Showing if, us around. He's just one of those people you feel like you've known forever as soon as you meet him. Yeah. Austin was great. Austin was great. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Cameron. So awesome. Whitney. So nice, yep. And Thomas Ravenel came T-Rav. to... T-Rav. <laughs> yeah. He came to dinner. Yep. Everybody was super nice. And uh, yeah, we liked the show shows a trip uh i think i like it because of the location it's a it's a tv show that's close to where we live and i you know i don't i think that's just neat most of the shows reality shows are based in like uh you know beverly hills or new york city mm-hmm. or you know so it's kind of cool to see your reality tv so close to home but um and the the yeah they they resemble the folks that they are on the TV, like I guess what people would always wonder, and what we probably wondered was, are they really the way they are on television? Yeah, yeah they, they, they they're exactly like that. They're very genuine. Um, the food was great. They had fried chicken, and <laughs> Patricia ordered out from this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Whitney uh, is a big Redskins fan and a huge Elvis fan, so we had that in common to, to chat about. Yeah, Shep took us around to a couple of the, uh, bars, and and uh, we were thinking about. You know, riding around and uh, ourselves and sort of exploring some of the um, smaller communities the around, yeah, the beaches and so forth. And so they helped us with some of that information. Very cool folks. But so we spent a lot of time with them. Shep gave us some more Shep gear. <laughs> yeah. Which is what we're rocking today. He has this hat with the American flag on. It's perfect for a day like July 4th mm-hmm. um, to be patriotic. Um, but anyways, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. The food, though. It was incredible. <laughs> well, since it's so close, we can go back anytime. I know. We should take another road trip. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I, it's, we went late on the beach one day, yeah, which Sullivan's was great. Island. Yep. Sullivan's Island. So we'll definitely um, look forward to going back. 
Uh, this week we're going. I'm going. I don't think you're going. I'm going back to the Nationwide Children's no, Hospital. No, you're taking your team Thursday. with you, aren't you? Yeah. So we're running a special paint scheme again, like we usually do at Kentucky. Uh, the Nationwide Children's Hospital paint schemes. Uh, this is the second year in a row. I thought we did this three years. Anyways, um, we're gonna have we have patient champions that we honor throughout the year. And we raffle off uh, the gloves. Gloves, yeah, to mm-hmm. uh, to sort of honor them and to raise awareness for the the uh, their own personal struggles and uh, their tra- specific types yeah. of uh, illnesses. Yeah. So we're gonna have all four of those patient champions at the race. Yeah, I love it when the kids come. And you'll get to see them. But Thursday we're going to the hospital, which is a lot of fun. I've um, been there several times. I'm excited to take my team because I get to show them what the hospital's all about. And uh, so you go into this hospital and get a pretty neat tour. They show you uh, one of the things that they're uh, that that they're doing that's really incredible are the the uh, the newborn babies, some of the the premature the babies. Preemies. Yeah, they're born like. How many at half term? Some of them are twenty weeks, twenty two weeks. They're so small and so fragile. Fragile, yeah. and it's incredible what they're able to do and how many children they're actually able to save. Right. We were able to see, uh, I guess, twenty two weeks. Is that how old yeah. the little boy was? And with his you know, parents, they were doing just basic skin on skin tummy time with yeah. this little tiny baby and. So to see that in person it was incredible. is super incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm thrilled, really, really thrilled to be able to take a team and show these guys. A lot of these guys are new fathers, mm-hmm. you know, and have children of their own. Yeah. Our, um, our own Travis Mack actually... Uh, he pretty much delivered his delivered child. Delivered his own child uh-huh. in his house. It was an unplanned event for yeah. them. But. So, I mean, this is going to be a great experience for them. I can't wait. It is amazing what they're able to do at that hospital, and we love to be able to, um, you know, to, to champion and share, yeah, share with folks what's what's going on. Nationwide um, puts a ton of funding into this hospital, millions and millions of dollars each year. New research going on constantly. Yeah, and they were telling me when you're standing there in the in the with the preemies and in that facility, they're like, hey, these are kids that are twenty. 22 weeks, uh, and we wouldn't be able. To, we were not able to save them 10 years ago. Right. And with the money that the uh, nationwide insurance uh, has been able to uh, put into this hospital, they're a, they have the research that they're doing there that they're able to do a lot of things that they're not capable of doing um, many years ago. So it's incredible to see. Uh, we also see a lot of our. Uh, a lot of the patients that we yeah, there's have, a couple that we've seen a few times, and sometimes they just come back to see us on right. that day. They're not so actually still patients of the hospital. So Maddie only, in, in particular. Yep, Maddie and Thomas. And, will she be there on yeah. Thursday? So, um, I think she will. Okay. Yep, and she's a little disappointed you're not going to be there. But. Well, I'll have to send her a present or something. <laughs> Maybe we'll Facetime you. <laughs> okay. So that's something we're going to be doing this week on Thursday, and uh, I mean, if you ever get a chance and you're in. Col- uh, Columbus, go to the go by the hospital and check it out. They'd love to show you around and uh, let you see what's going on. The hospital, uh, you know, is something that the Dale Jr. Foundation has grown very close to. You talked about the Driven to Give 
gloves program. Mm-hmm. This month I'm wearing uh, pink gloves. Hot pink. Uh, for Maddie. Yes. To raise awareness for therapeutic rec- recreation. That's awesome. Yeah. So You wore them for the first time in Daytona? Yes. Okay. The thumbs in these gloves are tiny. <laughs> yeah. So the the every pair of gloves that I get kind of fit differently. Yeah. And the thumbs in this pair are t- super tiny. So I got uh, so my interior guy Adam uh, shoves big giant bolts in them overnight to stretch it out. To hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully they feel a little better this week. But they were tiny, tiny thumbs. Whoever whoever modeled those. <laughs> uh, back on conversation. Back on track. Uh, there's a lot of other fa- foundation initiatives going on We've right now. We've got a lot going on right. with the foundation right now. Um, we got the Wendell Juniors Ride, which is a $25 raffle ticket you can buy at WendellJuniorsRide.com, right? We have a 2017 Corvette. We've given a Corvette away f- from for, Chevrolet. For while, yeah. yeah, from Chevrolet, thanks to them. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to win this car. And you said it before. like A lot of people just win off of one buying ticket. one ticket. Yeah. And it's pretty incredible. And. The foundation pays the taxes on this car too, so you're really not winning something that's a burden. Yeah, and we drove. It's a yellow that. Corvette. We drove it around a little bit. Yeah, the we other, did. We the other went day. to dinner. Yep. So, Wendell Junior's ride. If you want to try to buy a twenty-five dollar raffle ticket to buy this or to win this Corvette, and they get to meet you too, right? That's right. They'll come out to the Junior Motorsports shop, and we'll give you the car key. Let you check out the car. You take the car home. A lot of the folks that have won this. Uh, won this raffle over the years they've become this sort of club club club. yeah Yeah. so they drive to junior motorsports each year together and they all meet that's cute and they bring their corvettes so (laughs) you can become part of that club if you win this thing another thing we got going on is called weekend with the 88s we've done this for a couple years with the greg olson Mm -hmm. awesome guy tied in for the panthers um they're 18 dollars and 88 cents raffle tickets and go to weekend with the 88s.com what you can win here is a unique experience where you go to a Panthers football game on a Thursday night. You'll get to meet Greg, and you'll get to check out the stadium. And then you'll fly to Talladega for the race that weekend, that same weekend. So oh, the wow. Panthers game, I believe, is on Thursday night, and then the race at Talladega. You get all that in the same weekend, and we'll obviously be at Talladega to meet you there if you win that. $18.88. It's an awesome yep. weekend with the 88s. Um, <laughs> Greg's a super freaking cool guy. He really is. We went to a charity event with us, and so I've never, ever seen anybody more entertaining. He is funny as hell. He really is. Yeah. I was surprised. I love to hang out with him more. <laughs> but, um, and this is sort of his idea. He's like, hey, we're two, we're two 88s. We're right here together. Right here together. Let's do this. I love what you're, he's like, hey, I like what the foundation does. Well, he has a foundation does. as well. Yeah. And our missions are very similar. Similar. So uh, he he sort of brought it's this a smart match. Yeah, he brought this together. Very cool. And we've been a, blessed to be a part of it. There's one more initiative <laughs> that I want to talk about. Okay. And this one I'm really excited about to to discuss. It's new. Uh, we're doing it this year for the first time, and it's called Amy's Clutch. Yes. So this is something I wanted to do just to kind of make a girly initiative yeah early initiative yeah well I mean, we do a lot with the foundation and a lot of it's about you know meet dale come see this you know here you get a car um but this is just a fun kind of girly thing to also help money for the foundation yep and it we partnered up with jordan fish who owns custom clutch and that's danny hamlin's girlfriend and designed just a cute little handbag that you can buy and the proceeds go to the foundation so yeah. so if you want to learn about this go to custom 
that's custom with a K, customclutch.com. Yes. And uh, you can learn more. There's other clutches you can, there. Yeah, she has she a lot has of a different whole, options on. So if you yeah. want to her, buy a few. Her personal business. It is. And y'all teamed up to uh, sell this particular clutch to raise money for the for, for the, the foundation. foundation. So I'm very, very proud of you. Thanks. Everybody can find it on Instagram and Twitter, too. We've both been right. sharing the link. Denny Hamlin texts me. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, can you tweet about this? So he's going to be very excited that we discuss this in the podcast. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Denny, I like it. Because he's like, hey, man, I'm supporting the cause. Yeah. You need to get behind this. I Dale. get it. I like it. I Thanks, it. Denny. Thank you, Denny. So, all right, let's move on to the Ask Junior portion of the show. Okay. What do we got? All right, Amy. Um, I'm going to get you this one here first. This is from Maymoss53. <laughs> How do you decide what to wear at the track on race day? Oh, I love this question. Oh, God. She May apparently loved the dress you had on Daytona, so... Well, thanks, May. I've seen you try on up to three different outfits within 10 minutes of going out for driver's intros. Yeah, so I'm weird about planning. I don't know. I, I, I like to just wear a dress because it's the most comfortable thing. Um, I used to put on an outfit and ask Dale what he thought about it well, I just have since stopped doing that because he's very honest and if he says no I'm <laughs> in a bad spot <laughs> so I don't even ask anymore but I don't try on that many okay. I don't really plan and try on before ten, like before I'm getting dressed to go out no you're right yep maybe two so how do you decide comfort comfort I try to just put on something flattering that's comfortable cool yeah. alright this is a very long one but we're just going to cut it in half put Pedroza, 88, um, the name that is, is very long. How difficult is it to keep Gus out of trouble? And, you know, he went to the vet. He went to the vet this week. Yeah. Emergency 24-hour care in Volusia. Well, he's currently trying to push me off the couch, too. Uh, he got he, into his paw a little bit. He gets bored, and he doesn't like it when we leave. So we came home after Sonoma, and he was fine. We left again the next day. And he got mad, and so he started messing with his foot, and he licked it to death. <laughs> and in, infected it. So we've got it wrapped up now. He's fine. But it's been a pain in the butt, yeah. to be fair. He's into everything, and he won't stop messing with the bandages now. Gus, come on. So keeping him out of trouble. Keeping him out of trouble. It's not a, that hard at home. Yeah. We, I have run him every morning because he's got so much energy. So we take a lap around the farm, which is about a mile. And I walk, and he runs because if I walk, he runs more. And he's more worn out when we yeah. get back. And we pretty much have to do that every day just to keep him keep him normal. Is that the, is that how you would say it? I don't. I, He's pretty high strong. You take that upon yourself. You're like, hey, the dogs need exercise, um, so I guess I'm gonna do well, it. Well, unlike you, I did breed research before we even got Gus. You breed just wanted research. Gus. Yeah, like he's an Irish setter. He needs to run. I know. I've had an Irish setter before. I know what Irish setters look like. <laughs> I know. You used to run around the yard with him too. I get in. My, I get in. I, I don't get in, like, the habit of doing it, but, like, when I have time, I play with the dog. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying you don't play with a dog. Yeah. But he needs to be run. He's He is a lot of work, but in a good way, because I love him. Yeah. All right, are you done asking questions? No. thought you might want to ask one. Oh, okay. All right. GDB88 asks, do you have any chores around the house? If not, will you have a honeydew list after the season ends? Well, I have one. That's up to you, I guess. But the honeydew list comes from you. 
Yeah. Um, Amy definitely, I think, I, I'm waiting on this. He doesn't have chores, but I, I do like it when he takes the trash out. Yeah. I feel she like likes that's it. a man's job. Yep. She li- I do like to clean up. I do like to stay organized. Yes. So I'm often, um, yeah, I'm often kind of tidying pick, things up, tidying up a little bit. That's kind of one of the things I do. Do take the trash out. You and will create a few piles of things here and there that sit for a while. Yeah, I mean, I'll create, I'll create a mess, but I don't mind cleaning up my own mess. <laughs> but I am excited, sort of anxiously uh, awaiting what life's going to be like soon after the driving's over with. Uh, I don't think I'll really have like a honeydew list. If you're going to be like, hey, okay, now that you have all this time, I need this and this and this and this done. I think or I want to go over here and do this and this If we get to start having kids in that same kind of time frame, oh, man. that will be where the, the honeydew list comes okay. from. Doing, yeah. Baby stuff. Baby stuff. Another one for you? Sure. Okay, Dale, multiple people have asked, when, oh, when will you reveal your Darlington paint scheme? It's throwback 80s, right? Uh, well, I don't exactly know. See, I don't... Well, the theme of the whole yeah, race this year is 80s. 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 Mm-hmm. It's like a block of odd years between like 86 to 94. It's not like a chunk or a decade. Okay. I don't know why they're doing it that way. Um, and I don't want to get into a big complaining conversation about it, but... <laughs> I don't know why they don't just say, hey, Darlington's the throwback track. Let's just bring your throwback. Throw it back. Bring your throwback, throwback idea, you whatever idea it is. And that's that. Um, but they're wanting to really fixate on this particular time in, in, the, in history. And so it's like 84 to 94 or something like that. What helps with overall marketing? You can't just say I, throwback. Well, eventually they're going to run out of years and, <laughs> and they're going to have to <laughs> well, say, hey, okay, we're just, now, we're just now throwing it back, period. I got you. So you're anticipating that um, happening anyway is what you're that. saying. Yeah, I'm looking forward to just the regular throwback. Okay. Um, I will uh, mail it sometime this month. That's all I can tell you. Wow. Nationwide will uh, will let me know when I'm able to do that. I'm excited about it. I think you guys are going to love this year's idea. Yeah, they're definitely going to love it. I haven't seen yep. it either, but I know what it is. And speaking of throwbacks, he may not ever give me any credit, but when you see... Matt Kenseth's throwback this year, I had some help. Oh, really? I insist. I assisted him in a certain direction. <laughs> you steered him? He asked for some input. So, yeah. I'd like to help, help my buddies out. All right. Well, honey, next question. Russell5229 wants to know, why doesn't NASCAR have a cup race in the Northwest? Are they ever going to look to have one? Oh, let's say Northwest. That would be... I've heard a lot about Iowa lately. Oregon... Are there tracks out there? Uh, Washington State. I, I don't know where we could race out there. They'd have to probably build a track up there. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know when that's going to happen. Okay. Let me get you a question. All right. This is from Matthew. What places in the world are you hoping to visit now that uh, I won't be racing full time? Well, we want to go to Monaco. I want to go to Monaco. He yeah. wants to go watch Le Mans. Let's watch out. Watch out with this wee stuff. <laughs> I want to go to Le Mans to see the Le Mans race. Yes. And your trade for going to Le Mans is that we stop in Monaco for some time. Yeah, it's, that trip. it's a beautiful Great. city. Yeah. Fair trade. That's ambitious, and uh, hopefully we can get it done. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to Italy soon, too. We just Are bought. we? Yeah. I think we talked about this already on uh-huh. the last podcast, but we bought I'm, that I'm, trip from Casey Kane's foundation. Oh, yeah. Tuscan. Tus- well, Tuscany and Rome. Tuscany. 
We're going to Tuscany, right? Yeah. Okay. It's an area. That's okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. That was a good trip. Uh, yeah, we bought this trip at a uh, charity event for Casey Kane. Yeah. So we're going to go do that. All right, one more. Here we go. Jenny wants to know, what is the inspiration for your custom clutch design? Honestly, we just wanted it to be fun and summery. Um, I picked a, We picked colors, too, that we felt like would stand out. Um, the tassels are really popular now. Everybody's putting tassels and pom-poms all over everything, so that was a fun little ad- addition. And you can take it off, so if you don't like it, you can put it on your keychain or something. We just tried to pick something bright and pretty. All right, last question for you, Ralph. Hurricane Junior 88 wants to know, was it hard dealing with the constant media coverage of your possibly last race in Daytona? I like that name. It's Hurricane, but it's spelled like Casey Kane's Mm -hmm. last name. So he might be Casey Kane and a junior fan. Was it hard dealing with the constant media coverage from uh, about Daytona being the last Daytona race? Yes. I thought it was a bit overplayed. Everything, I mean, the networks mentioned it um, every two minutes. I don't think you really understand, though, how big of a deal it is that you're retiring and that that was your last? I just felt like it was a bit overstated um, across the board, but um, are you honored though that they? Yeah, I mean it's a great feeling. Want to support you so much? Yeah, there's a um, so there's some things that we're kind of cognizant of, and that's that we don't. Uh, we were kind of talking. Uh, we're a bit self-aware that we don't want the tracks packaging deals and trying to sell tickets or sure. make money off of the last race here and the last race there um so we don't you know we're we're hoping that anything done is going to be done tastefully mm-hmm. and uh so you're just kind of watching all the time wondering like you know what's is it going to get too far what's the uh agenda <laughs> And I think that, yeah, I mean, they just want, uh, they want the fans to tune in, yeah. watch this race sure. on TV, get me some, you know, get some great ratings for this race. So it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit too much sometimes because I think it's great to mention it. Yes, this is my last race at Daytona. Okay. Um, but they said it over and over and over and over and over all day long. <laughs> uh, Friday, Saturday, it's ringing in my ear. Oh, Lord. I'm kidding. Bless your heart. Yeah. I mean, it just, I don't want people to be, uh, I, I get nervous that the fans are going to be like, enough. Yeah, right. I understand that. That's it. That's all. And I, I my peers, you know, I wonder what my. F- yeah, like, yuck. I'll turn the dang TV yeah. off. We're all sitting, listening to this. We're all sitting there watching the TV. I know that the other drivers and crew chiefs and the industry is watching it as well. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want them to be like, yeah, enough. Bleh. That's all. I get That's it. all my concern is. So. All right, there's your Ask Junior questions. Thanks for uh, writing in. Always use the hashtag, Ask Junior. Um, send those to me, Tyler Overstreet. Or Wait, the- I have a question. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. I wanted to ask you this question because we got into a really big Why discussion about it yesterday. Your salmon? pet peeve. No, not salmon. No. So that's that's, some of the, that's, a my, that's more like my pet peeve okay. than yours. And then we've discussed that over the poll or we've discovered over the pole salmon ratings it's salmon oh it is salmon yes okay yeah so I think it's salmon because there's an L in there and I don't think that the L is um silent but you and a large part of the 
public think mm-hmm. that it's uh, salmon. It's salmon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think Mystery it's solved. I think it's, it's, I think it's a regional thing that it's you regional. Yeah. North Carolina. So it could say, be salmon, depending on what region you're in. Oh God, it's not salmon. Okay. That doesn't even sound like a thing. Okay. To me, I don't know. Well, I like salmon. <laughs> okay, it's tasty. Fine. You cook a good salmon. <laughs> my my real question for you though was the pet peeve thing. He hates it when people abbreviate a word. Like in conversation. Yes. So if you're gonna say session, I'm about to go have a workout sesh. That really ticks him off. Yes, it's so. Um, I don't get it. Why? It's like sort of preppy. Preppy. I don't know. It's a little annoying. What's annoying about being preppy? Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are those shirts with the alligator on them? The cost. Yeah, those with pop collars. Pop collars. Annoying. That's gonna be my next race day outfit. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. All right, looking ahead, Thursday, like we said, we're going to the Nationwide Children's Hospital, and then we'll head on over to the racetrack. Friday, two practices and qualifying. Qualifying's at 6.15 Eastern on the NBC Sports Network. Don't forget the NBC Sports Network. NBC is now telecasting the remainder of the season. Uh, Xfinity Race is at 8 o'clock on NBC Sports Network as well. Can William Byron make it three wins in a row? I think he can. And then Saturday we have the race at 7.30 Eastern on NBC Sports Network. That means a rare Sunday off. That's right. Yeah. Sunday fun day. You have, we have some friends coming into town? I think so. I think cool. we have some Texans some, coming in. Cool. All right. So maybe we'll cook some food and have some fun. Let's get some Hang catering. out by the pool. Catering? Okay. <laughs> what did we do the last time? Tacos? I got tacos. A taco bar. That's awesome. Let's do that Let's again. Let's do that again. Tacos? Mm-hmm. Catering? Tacos. How expensive is that? Not. Not expensive? Okay. All right. Well, that's the show, folks. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for your editing skills. And we'll see you guys next week.
Dale Jr. Download and all Dirty Mo Radio podcasts are made possible by Exalta. You can subscribe to all eight programs on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and all major podcasting outlets. As always, you can listen to Dirty Mo Radio podcasts on DaleJr.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dale Jr., at Overstreet Tyler, and at Dirty Mo Radio. Also, check out the Dirty Mo Radio Facebook page. We'll find a place for the beach That days won't count again That day will start again for good I turn my back on the road up to my ceiling I'm living away There's a reason I won't go there anymore I'm living away I'm living Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 